1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Tonight.
4: Just the most magical times.
3: Larry King's widow, her only interview. What were your last words to Larry? Sharing memories and special moments as she says goodbye.
4: We wore Larry's suspenders, every one of us. Plus.
5: Love you guys. and If you ever need me, i
3: am here. Our exclusive with Shaq, how he's stepping up for Kobe's family.
5: I just wanted to make sure that they were okay.
3: Then. Only we're with Jasmine Sullivan before she performs at the Super Bowl. There's a lot of pressure. Plus, celebs in the stands. Who's getting special treatment from the NFL? How about those Chiefs? There's sad news tonight. Cloris Leachman, the comedy icon, has passed away at the age of 94.
6: Of course, we all remember Cloris from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I will. Believe
5: me, I know about Mary.
6: (laughs) And that led to her own spinoff series, Phyllis. You know, Cloris also starred in some really big movies, including The Last Picture Show and Young Frankenstein. She died in her sleep of natural causes. And of course, we're going to have much more on her life and legacy tomorrow.
3: Of course, this comes after the loss of another TV icon, Larry King, and only we spoke with his wife, Sean about their enduring love. What were your last words to Larry? I love you. Mm.
4: Yeah, we were able to do FaceTime in the hospital. It was hard for him to talk, but the one message that he wanted to make sure I heard, I love you, take care of the boys. Was it
3: COVID in the end? In the
4: end, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't? No. His sweet little body had just been hit so many times with so many things. Once we heard the word COVID, all of our hearts just sunk. Mm -hmm. But he beat it. But it did take its toll. Um, And then, you know, the infection, unrelated
5: Mm -hmm.
4: infection, Mm. finally is what took him.
3: Sean told me the 87-year-old broadcasting legend was laid to rest yesterday morning in Los Angeles. It was a small service, mostly family, and followed the traditions of Larry's Jewish faith.
4: I'm still processing, Um, as are the boys, the whole family. Is We wore Larry's suspenders, every one of us. It was beautiful.
3: Sean and Larry were married in 1997. The singer and actress separated from him in 2019.
4: We never finalized our divorce I in my heart didn't think it was really gonna happen and I just it never
3: did. The couple raised two boys, 20 year old Canon and 21 year old chance. Larry was actually the father to five children. but during his time with Sean he was at a place in his TV career that allowed him to spend more time with his kids.
4: He loved those boys.
3: I want to show you this. I want to play this for you. Okay. This is you
1: guys. Can you see it?
4: Oh yeah oh my gosh. Oh,
1: once there was an airplane, airplane, airplane. Oh once there was an airplane up, up, up. up. up.
4: <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> How awesome is it to see that?
4: Pretty awesome. Thank you.
3: Yeah, what do you when you see that? what do you think about? <laughs> uh,
4: uh, just the most magical times. We had so many amazing times, just sitting at the ball field, having popcorn, and you know, watching the kids play or watching the Dodgers play, our team. Yep. I mean, and and that w- we won the World Series. Uh, it was like, okay, Larry can go. <laughs>
3: Larry was such a huge Dodgers fan. As a matter of fact, it was Michelle who told me the story Mm -hmm. that Larry was there the day Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. He told
6: me this story in the elevator at Dodger Stadium. He was 14 years old, skipped school with his friends to see that momentous occasion. Wow. And you know, Kev, uh, processing loss is something that Shaquille O'Neal has had to do a lot. He recently lost his sister and, of course, his good friend, Kobe Bryant. Yesterday marked the one-year anniversary of Kobe's death. And in this exclusive interview, Shaq told me his first thought was
5: for Kobe's family. I was more worried about his mom because you know I'm a mama's boy, so I just yes, you are. That's the uh, first thing I did when I woke up. I just called Ms. Bryant and you know, I just let her know that uh, I love her because look, it was a tough day, but you know, for Vanessa and the kids and for his parents, it was a tougher day. So I just wanted to make sure that they were okay. And how was she? Was she was she just, doing okay? She she was doing okay under the uh, unfortunate circumstances.
6: After Kobe's death last year, Shaq donated proceeds from his annual Super Bowl party to the crash victims' families. This year, he's also helping others. You auction off your shoes.
5: Well, I'm going to auction off my shoes for boys and girls, so I think it's part of my responsibility to, you know, help take care of children, so.
6: Are you going to try to go to the game, or are you...
5: It shouldn't be wearing my watch. I'm going to be at the Super Bowl, lady. You're
6: going to be at the game? Of course. Are you excited for the weekend? I am a
5: Oh, listen! The weekend is electric. We're gonna do something big.
6: Next Sunday's Shack Bowl is big too. Welcome to Shack Fun Out. Streaming on twenty different platforms with a star squad.
5: Okay, so Team Kansas City is gonna be Diplo. Ezekiel Elliott, Olivia Culpo, Huevo, Steve-O, and The Miz. And Team Tampa Bay is gonna be Anthony Anderson, Drew McIntyre, Nelly, Offset, Tim Tebow, and Winnie Harlow.
6: And it's clear he's not rooting for my Kansas City Chiefs. I think there needs to be a wager on this game.
5: Okay, so if, if the Chiefs win, me and you will go tandem skydiving.
6: Wait, that's a win for you. That's not a win for me. <laughs> Did I just tell Shaq I was going to jump out of a plane with him? <laughs> anyway, sticking to Super Bowl, it will be a first for Miss Jasmine Sullivan. We spoke exclusively to the R&B singer who's counting down to her big patriotic moment. I the out your car. You're singing the national anthem. Do you already have those butterflies? Because it really is kind of the world's biggest stage.
5: There's a lot of pressure. I hear that this is
2: uh, the anniversary of Whitney Houston's version, yes. and obviously nobody can
6: do another version, a better version than Whitney, but I'm just here to represent. The Philadelphia native will join country star Eric Church to perform the first Super Bowl National Anthem duet since Aretha Franklin and Aaron Neville's 15 years ago. I have not met Eric yet. I'm excited to meet him. I think it'll be cool um, to blend the, the different sounds of music and, and just show some unity. Don't forget to come and pick up the 33-year-old 12-time Grammy nominee is definitely having a moment. Her new EP, Hotels, debuted at number one on the Billboard R&B Albums chart. You gave us all life lately when you had this Twitter exchange with Issa Rae and the possibility of turning this into a visual album. Is it going to happen? So we're actually in talks now. I love Issa Rae and um, I think that we're going to do something amazing.
3: Also amazing, the VIP list of celebs who usually (laughs) attend the Super Bowl and we're pretty sure we know who Brad Pitt's rooting for. How about those Chiefs? But the real stars at this year's game will be the 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers who have been fighting COVID from the front lines.
0: The vast majority will come out of the Tampa area. They have been. This is not the Super Bowl that Tampa dreamed of, but they have risen to the occasion. And then each of the 32 clubs will invite four from their markets, four healthcare heroes, so that the whole nation will be represented.
6: Oh my!
3: Buccaneers legend Rondé Barber visited Tampa General Hospital about a surprise the helmet's pretty cool, but with the helmet come tickets to Super Bowl 55.
2: <laughs> it is wonderful to be able to be celebrated at the Super Bowl as uh, heroes for what we've done in the last year.
3: We spoke to some of the medical professionals who were pretty pumped to cheer on the hometown team
2: one of the best days for me ever. I'm a huge football fan. It
3: was a complete honor to be a recipient and just very proud have the players gotten vaccinated and will they get vaccines and will nfl officials get vaccinated uh no they
0: have not and they will get that they'll get vaccinated like all of us when it's our turn
3: 22 year old amanda gorman who inspired the nation with her original poem at last week's presidential inauguration will be a part of the super bowl pregame show And one fan who will be watching Super Bowl 55, February 7th on CBS, is four-time Olympian Shantae Lowe. The breast cancer survivor who famously shaved her head back in 2019 to encourage others to be brave will be represented at the game as a cardboard cutout.
2: I have a partnership with the American Cancer Society and they've given us the opportunity to be a cutout um, as kind of like showing a little sign of our bravery and fight.
3: What will it mean to you When that TV camera catches a glimpse of you sitting there in the stands as a cutout.
2: It means a lot
6: to me. Like this Super Bowl is huge for me. I am 37 going for my fifth Olympics and watching Tom Brady, who was 43, kick butt. Still ahead, Kristen Stewart's incredible royal transformation revealed. I'm attracted to movies that make me severely uncomfortable. Then, big news for Bridgerton, and only we have a behind-the-scenes exclusive. So please,
1: after you.
3: How season two will top season one.
1: I mean, is it possible? I mean, we'll try.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It's pretty amazing how much Kristen Stewart looks like Princess Diana in this first image from the movie Spencer filming is underway in Germany. And listen to what Kristen told us about the project.
2: This is a really poetic, imagining the heaviest, like, three days before leaving the royal family, and I'm just sort of, like, reading
6: everything that I can and then forgetting it.
3: This is fascinating. Spencer is scheduled to come out in the fall, but we are deep in this. Oh, yeah,
6: anything that has to do with Diana, I'm definitely watching. Remember, Naomi Watts actually played her as well in the movie called Diana, but, you know, I got to talk to Naomi about her role that really hits home. It's a role that's never-ending, being a mom to two young boys.
2: We've got some COVID fatigue, it's fair to say. I do worry about my kids, um, but they're getting resilient. They've definitely um, created some new skills. Let me check my chest, my breath, quite quick.
6: Yeah, new skills like teaching mom and dad, Naomi's ex and co-parenting partner, Liev Schreiber, how to TikTok, or giving mom a homemade spa day. Mm, It smells so good. It does not. Now, are your kids the type, do you have a house full of like, who knows what? (laughs) You should see
2: the things that we've collected. The biggest prize was getting our little um, rescue dog, which was lovely.
6: While Naomi's family sticks to furry friends, it was a feathered friend that changed lives in her latest movie, Penguin Bloom, streaming now on Netflix. She's a wild bird. She doesn't want to be stuck inside, does she? It's the true story of a woman paralyzed after an accident and the way a magpie they rescued helped save her from depression. Andrew Lincoln plays Naomi's husband and talked about sharing the screen with live birds.
0: They came with backstories and they were very well prepared. We had Jerry who was numero uno and then he got a little bit full of himself
1: and forgot his lines from time to time.
6: Oh, Cam, you know those magpies. They
3: can be such divas. Was Gaga's bird a magpie? You no. Know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> meanwhile, nothing but love and laughs for these two stars who made comedy magic.
6: Ready? To pop!
3: Only we're with the brains behind Bridesmaids. Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo is a sequel a Go.
2: What's happening?
3: Plus, our exclusive sneak peek at their new comedy.
2: I'm Star. Uh, Short for Star
3: Then, Bling Empire is Netflix's shiny new hit. Just go shopping. That's the best therapy. We're with the controversial couple in the middle of the reality TV firestorm.
5: I exploded like a volcano.
2: A comedy classic this year will mark the 10th anniversary of Bridesmaids. And now the powerhouses behind that movie. Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo join us. Now we're getting you two together again. Why was Barb and Star the perfect duo to bring this duo together again? I feel like yeah. Barb and Star is us in like just a few years. <laughs> in a few years, plus some wigs, resort wear, and Midwest accents. I'm Star, short for Starbra.
3: Assume yours is Barbara. Nope,
2: just Barb. Kristen, I heard, is this true that these characters were almost in Bridesmaids? Not us playing them, but um, we just wrote all these scenes and like, towards the end we're like, well this can't be in the movie, this has nothing to do with story. Kristen and Annie play two besties on the adventure of a lifetime in this quirky comedy. Think of it as Romy and Michelle meets Girls Trip, and we've got an exclusive first look. Yeah, what does she throw <laughs> you? Of course we have Jamie Dornan. Yes. Wow.
3: Room number again, please, sir? 611. 611?
2: We're in 124. <laughs> We all know him as Christian Grey. For people to see this side of him, he was just like hilarious. When he was interested, we were we were shocked. <laughs> we were like, uh, yes." Look for plenty of celeb cameos in the movie that's out just in time for Valentine's Day, but the breakout star, according to Kristen, might be 12-year-old Ren Doy. When we saw his audition, I'm not kidding, I recorded part of it on my phone. I watched it on my phone over and over. He's just pure love and joy. Now that we've seen you two reunite, is there any world or project where we get all the bridesmaids gang back together, something else you might write? Oh, that would be amazing. Let's hope. Okay, Annie's eyes got wide. I'm like, Annie, do you have an idea percolating in there? What's happening? No, I was just thinking about how hard it would be to get everybody together with their schedule. Hold on for
6: one more day.
2: Those ladies are so busy. Yeah. Uh, the critical question, though, will Wilson Phillips be available? Well,
6: if not, we got this. Okay, me in here. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. No. <laughs> don't, don't hold out for us.
2: Uh, but here's the crew. We know they're getting back together. The cast of
6: Bridgerton. You can just start tomorrow. I'm ready. Come on. Season two can't come soon enough. And ET was first on the London set to get all the gossip behind the scenes. Sorry, Lady, whistle down.
1: This is really similar to. My uh, house at home, as all Brits do live in these sweeping staircase halls.
6: 82 million households have watched season one of Netflix's number one series. One reason? The steamy love scenes.
4: We rehearse everything almost like a stunt. It's lucky to have someone like reggae that I work with who we get on really well with.
6: Yeah, they get on well, all right. Their chemistry is so hot, some fans think Phoebe and Reggae Jean are a real life couple. They're not spilling the tea, but they told us shooting this scene was not as romantic as it looked.
0: We learned a lot of skills on this set, including how to be a fish whilst
6: acting. The two got married season one, so for season
0: two, can we expect more wedded bliss? I think that one of the most important things about the idea of the happy ending is that it doesn't end there. Like, love is a continuous process, it needs tending, it needs work, it needs, it gets tested.
6: And while you watch season one on Netflix, we know Jonathan Bailey will be looking for even more love on season two. It's
1: just gonna get more exciting, convoluted, and
3: sexier,
6: I think.
2: Sexier? Are we gonna get even sexier scenes? <laughs> is that possible? I mean, is it
3: possible? We'll try. <laughs> it wasn't sexy enough the first time around? Meanwhile, another Netflix show that is cashing in on all the drama. Oh, my guilty pleasure. Bling Empire. These folks are next level rich, but For the show's most controversial couple, Kelly and Andrew, their problems extend far beyond money.
6: You got so mad.
3: You were so upset. I exploded like a volcano. I don't want to hear
6: anything but yes or no. Yes or no!
3: You're (laughs) overreacting right now. Were you fairly represented in that scene? It may have been unfair, may have not, but it did what it needed to do. It kept viewers watching and it gave me, most importantly, hand to God, a third-person point of view of who I was in that moment of losing it and what I need to do to never lose it again. That explosive fight was shot in 2018, but when fans saw it this year, Andrew was slammed on social media and the season finale left a lot of fans wondering if Kelly would ever take her hot-tempered Power Ranger boyfriend back. What is the status of your relationship right now?
5: After the show wrap, we
4: took some time off and then when we came back together, you know, obviously every day still worked.
3: At the end, Kelly, knocks on the door, and she's like, baby, this is so beautiful. Um, um She's just like, you know, our, our future kids can see that our, our we have a history, that mm-hmm. we didn't give up on each other. You love that woman, man, don't you? She makes me want to be a better man, and I always admit to my faults where I fall short and do the work.
4: I'm so proud of him, honestly. He inspires me every day.
3: Bling Empire is kind of like Crazy Rich Asians meets The Real Housewives. The estimated combined worth of its 10 stars is almost $1 billion. How much of the stuff, the wealth, how much of that is real and how much is created?
4: I know sometimes reality shows tend to like up things, but with this cast, everything
5: they're doing, they will do it with or without the cameras.
3: Wow. Listen, Kelly's got this under control. She's an EP on the show, and it took nearly six years to get the show made.
6: All right, coming up, Stabler and Benson together again. The Law & Order reunion, 10 years in the making.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Law & Order fans are freaking out over the first images of Chris Maloney on the set of the latest spinoff, Organized Crime, and of course, reuniting Mm. with Mariska Hargitay a decade after SVU. Yeah, production has finally begun after getting
1: delayed due to the pandemic.
6: And Chris told us that there's almost something mystical about his return.
1: If I believed in you know, the stars and all that, you know, that's where I would go. It was just right.
6: Well, all us fans are thanking our lucky stars. Mm -hmm. Organized Crime will debut later this year, right after SVU.
3: Take care, everybody.
0: If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery slash survey.
2: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life